eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, the podcast is back. He's Al, I'm Jerry. He is fresh off his trip to Italy. I'm fresh off a very quick trip to Florida, albeit a good one. And here we are. The first show is out of the way. I got to tell you something. I'm tired. And I don't mean tired, exhausted. I, I actually slept well last night. But it's almost like after, after I guess it was, you were gone longer than I was and off longer than I was. But after seven or eight days of like normal sleep or nine days, whatever yes. it was. I have been in a fog all morning that I have not been able to snap out of. Always tough on a Monday in general, I think, probably for people, and uh, especially if you have any strange hours, but definitely off of a vacation week when you wake up to the sun, how it's supposed to... uh, That's how, as cavemen, we knew what time to wake up in the morning, Jerry, when the sun rose. So they slept much later in the winter, huh? Definitely. So they slept longer hours, too. I think they were going to bed, the cavemen, when it got dark. And then waking up when the light came out. So four. So in the winter, they could sleep like four thirty to seven. Yeah. Could you imagine but getting that ha- kind of sleep? All they had to do is with their spears hit one buffalo, and they're done. That was their work for the day for the month. Right. They skin it. They cut it up. That's interesting. I never. I actually never thought that that's the way they. I mean, I guess you, yeah. what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Right. Could you imagine? I I do wonder how much better we would feel. Forget these seven we hours. If we just got the eight-hour sleep oh, every beautiful. night. Yeah, it was beautiful. Although I will tell you, Jerry, I, when I was in Italy, I got I got eight, nine-hour sleeps a night. I was still complaining about everything. So it didn't really change me all that but much. But physically, well, that's mental. You're physically, a, you're, I like, felt, you're a nutcase as it is. <laughs> physically, I felt great. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Even now, I'm sitting here like, it's only whatever time it is, and I still got an hour and a half to go. Like, right. I'm ready to go take a nap, and I'm not like that. And on vacation, I was... I was ready to go every every moment of the day. Let's go. What are we going to go do? Now, I don't know how you would feel about this, Jerry, but I could tell you this about Italy. If you plan on going, they don't really believe in air conditioning. I've heard that. Yeah. They don't like air conditioning or ice for your drinks. Really? So if yeah. you, did, now you don't drink soda, so you wouldn't know that. So when I you did, go. I actually did get a can of soda. They refrigerate the can. Oh, okay. Kind of. What does that mean? It's, it's colder than the outside, but it's not 
cold. You're not getting an ice cold can of no. Coke like you do if it's in our refrigerator. Right. That's interesting. You're not getting that. And the coffees are very small. I, you know, I, I saw you tweet that, and I was literally just coming back from Dunkin' Donuts. Where you got a massive with, yes. coffee. And, you know, I mean, paying two fifty for a stupid cup of coffee, which is absurd in and of itself. But And then I saw you tweet that tiny little espresso cup of coffee. And I will tell you this also, Jerry, uh, which you will uh, like, because we like to talk about people who are being fat and lazy and things like that. Uh, in Italy, the portions are much smaller than here. And I got to tell you, I was consciously... Consciously, Consciously looking around for fat people. I did not really see any. Isn't that something? And, yes. all I, and I was surrounded by fat people in Florida. I, right. It's really, I actually said to my wife at one point, I said, do you think, and by the way, I'm overweight. I, I would be considered what my height and my weight. I would be in the, in that, uh, see, I can't even think. BMI, they call that the body yeah. mass index. Jerry. I am, I am considered overweight based on those numbers. I said to my wife, if I'm overweight, and I don't think I look it, but I am. What percentage of Americans do you think are? I said, do you think it's as high as 90%? And she goes, well, why don't you look around, count 20 people, and I guarantee you 18 of them are overweight. And you yes. know what? She's right. It's very difficult to find someone that's not overweight. So that's interesting. I think it's all portion control. Portion control, they yeah. have a lot. We, we have large portions in America and in these other countries because, they, they believe me, they eat plenty of junk food over there in Italy. Everything's chocolate. Just not as much. Just not as much. We were out to dinner one night on whatever night it was. It was the night before we went to the baseball game, and they screwed something up. And I don't usually complain about anything, but when I get vegetables and they're ice cold, and they're not supposed to be ice cold. I, you know, manager came over. Everything. I'm like, yeah, well, the waitress is great. But this, he goes, I'll get you dessert and, you know, be on the house. I'm like, oh, well, that's nice. Thank you. And I didn't want it. You talk about portion control. Al, he brought over enough dessert for 12 people. And we didn't eat it. But, I mean, my God, I bet you most people would. What would he bring you? He brought all sorts of, like, one was a big dish of uh, chocolate pudding with, with whipped cream. One was nice. uh, was ice cream. There was another little chocolate cheesecake. Uh, there were cream puffs. It was ridiculous. I'm thinking, who's eating all this? And then it goes in the garbage. Or at least I hope it goes in the well, I don't think they reserve that. They don't know. Yeah, probably not. No so way. anyway, now you tweeted again with the tweets. Good. Is that all you are now? Is, I'm is a Twitter. Al Twitter? Yeah. I do tweets. Uh, you posted something, and I saw a couple of the responses or replies to it. One said, uh, Al, you're really odd. Well, welcome to the party, sir. Uh, that having been said, I don't understand what this is. So I was looking in the Bed Bath & Beyond a circular that came in the mail the other day, and they have something called disposable urinals. What the hell is that? It's a little... It's a. It looks like a bag that you're supposed to pee in if you're on the road and can't uh, stop to pee. So instead of the way I always keep bottles in the car just right. in case, you keep ba- plastic bags. It's a plastic bag, but it has like a um, a more plastic opening around it, so it's more sturdy. Oh, so you can get your thing into it. Yeah, you just you pee into it. So I had tweeted it out, and a guy named Ralph hit me up on Twitter. He's a truck driver, and he told me he uses them all the time, and that there's some type of sand in the bottom of it so when you pee in on, into the bag onto the sand it gels up so it doesn't leak so it's human litter yes it's like human kitty litter human litter bags yeah and when i tweeted it out bed bath and beyond hit me back because i said i need some of these and they said you definitely do i thought that meant they were going to send me free they ones sent I, no, they, Is they've not re- let's be honest they've not requested a when, uh, when you put them in address. there are you just expecting a box to show up within a week no i was hoping for a bed bath and beyond retweet 
That's well, what I, mean, I was they, mainly. They responded that's to what, you. They did respond to me, which that's was kind nice. Of good enough. I will say, as someone who drives, as you know, sometimes six hours at a time to get to a basketball game on time, um, you don't, and you end up in remote areas where there's no nowhere bathroom. to stop. I always make sure I have a Snapple bottle in the car because the Snapple bottle has the big opening. You can't, it can't be a uh, it can't be a can of soda. It can't right. be a bottle of soda because trust me, I've tried. That's messy. <laughs> It's not easy. Right. The aim but don't you good. get a splashback, a mist back from the Snapple bottle even? Uh, like a mist? Perhaps, but I can deal with that because I always have the Sani wipes. Is that what they're called? I always have the the wipes in the car. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine with that. And plus, when you get there, you wash your hands just to make sure. But if you got to go and you're in an emergency situation, at one time I was going to Dartmouth. And when you there's a point of no return when you're driving to Dartmouth where you go from an exit every mile and you see a McDonald's at every exit to where you are literally in the mountains of nothing but trees, and you'll see one remote house, which is amazing to me that people live in these things, right? Because right? there's no civilization. And so I know I'm at the point of no return because one time I got off looking for a gas station because it said fuel this exit, and then you get to the bottom of the ramp and it says, you know, fuel 27 miles that way. <laughs> Great. That's not going to help me. So there's a point where you've got to go probably the last two hours. With very little, if any, places to stop. So whenever I go to Dartmouth, there's usually a Snapple bottle full of, of yellow, yellow stuff. Maybe I'll get you some of these disposable urinals, Jerry. I think I might need some. From Bed Bath & Beyond, if they're I'll, listening. I'll be all over it, podcast. yes. Make sure when we put this podcast note out, we put Bed Bath & Beyond in it. Yeah, and tell them to send us some of those disposable urinals. I think you just did. Then here's uh, something. I'll just give you the headline of this article and tell you that it immediately popped out of me as something we needed to cover here, Jerry. It popped out at you. It did. Like a blister. No, yes. It's, uh, the, the headline is, Bionic Butt Helps Students Master Prostate Exam. What? S- so they have a bionic butt. Oh, I get it. To help teach students, medical students, how to give prostate exams. And there it is, Jerry. There's the plastic butt. It does not have legs attached to it. It's just it, an it's just the butt. And uh, so let's see. It's at Imperial College in London. They've developed a robotic rectum. rectum. Check this out. <laughs> the prototype for this bionic butt costs thirteen thousand dollars. Well, here's my question. Yeah. How else do you practice that? Great question, Jerry. I would have thought this has been something that's been made many times over. Yep. I would think so, but I guess not. Do you ever think, because this is a great thing, I like this article you brought up, although I am curious why you didn't bring this up when I mentioned girls' asses this morning on the radio show. The bionic segment. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't bring up we could have had this discussion on the air. Oh, well, the, 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 I get see, the sense is, you don't want this on the air. No, because this is the type of thing that will get dumped out of and uh, Craig won't, know, won't be able to control himself. No, no, I meant me and you. Oh, when you we were on for 15 minutes. Oh, this morning. Yeah, you saved it for this. Yeah, I guess I this wasn't this. airworthy for you. That was not airworthy. All right, so ass not airworthy. I'm sorry I brought up the uh, bathing suit thongs in my bed. Um, I always wonder, like, when you have, like, Airplane pilots. Right. Heart surgeons. Yes. Brain surgeons. I don't know. Prostate examiners. How are they practicing? I guess a plane, you're doing fl- flight simulators, but right. like, first of all, would you want to know if you were on a plane and the captain, it was his first flight? I would like to know that. You would want to know that. Yeah, oh, so I, I would, could get off you out of, of your it. mind? Oh, so you could get off? So I could bail off but of it. Now, I don't know the answer to this. So if you're a captain and you're, or whatever you are, you're, 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 you're flying the plane... I imagine 
the person next to you has many, many hours of experience just in case. Right. Okay, that's fine. If you're a heart surgeon or a brain surgeon or any type of surgeon, I get that someone might not be next to you, but one false move and you could paralyze a person or worse, kill them. Right. This is a little different. Obviously. So you're saying someone's butt has to be the first actual butt where a doctor uh, would check for prostate exam. I, I want to know whose right. ass is first. I wonder if the if the bionic butt feels like a real butt. Well, I mean, don't they have uh, sex dolls? They do. And here's the thing, Jerry. Do they feel like the real thing, Al? I've not felt a sex doll. Never. Never. Ever. Never. Hmm. So check this out, though. The guy in this picture, the student, Jerry, who's checking the bionic butt. Which just looks weird, by the way. He has no glove on. (laughs) Well, it's he not does real. Not, I know, but if you're going to be practicing in the real life simulation, because I'm sure it's easier to feel with no glove. He's got a. If he's had a glove on, maybe it's a different feel. Huh? Bionic butt. Just say that again. <laughs> I've <laughs> only said it twelve times. So nice job by the scientists at Imperial College in London for the robotic rectum. <laughs> yeah. Robotic I'd love rectum, to know what's going Jerry. through your mind right now. Well, just as you are just staring at this photo. Really, just how this student is manhandling this butt. So, he's got his finger in the bionic butt, and then he's got his other hand on the other butt cheek. Like that just doesn't seem like a nice technique. Like well, a proper here's the, technique. Now here's the problem with the picture you're showing me. Yes, you've had prostate exams. Have you I not? Have. You're never laying down on your I side. I was not laying down on my That's side. That's for a colonoscopy. Exactly. Usually for a prostate exam, it's take your pants down, bend over. And the elbow's on the table. Excuse me? Well, they That's tell for you to, dinner. They tell you to put your elbows like this, and then you bend over this way. I've never been told that. Moon River. Do you have a better feeling? Um, I have only had it done twice. I know. You're like afraid of it. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, the last time I got it done, it was not a big deal. It's not. Because the first time I had a check done, it and was. Uh, well, I don't understand. How is it a bigger deal the first time? But I said the, uh, I don't know, the guy. You weren't comfortable I with I was him. not comfortable with how that went down. Right. But this doctor, I got it done by my urologist last. Okay. And I've said this before. Eddie Sigazari and I go to the same urologist. That's weird. So he's had his finger in both of our butts. <laughs> and I've seen both of our penises. <laughs> There's a guy out there driving around. What does around. this doctor have in common <laughs> as he's listening to the show? Because Eddie one time asked me, do I have a urologist that I could recommend him? Right. And I said, oh, I like my urologist. Nice guy. And uh, Eddie went to him. Yeah. Now we discuss each time whether Eddie was in. Well, I'm not. we're not breaking any HIPAA rules, I'll say. Right. Right. No, of course not. You're just it's man stuff. Every man, man stuff. has to go to a urologist at tell some Eddie point. Tell Eddie I said hello, or tell Al I said hello. One of those. Actually, tremendous. <laughs> Jerry, now this bionic butt. This is really right now only for students yeah. who want to be, you know, butt doctors. <laughs> it's not for the home. I wouldn't think so. If at any point it got to the point where it was like an electronic gadget for your home, right? I have an idea of where I would look. For that to be sold. Where? Touchofmodern.com, oh, Jerry. Because they do have the latest tech gadgets. They do. They have some great looking home decor. You know, instead of like going to Target to get stuff to put on your wall. Right. Find interesting, cool things at touchofmodern.com. They also have um, 
really cool looking um, cases for your phones, yeah. your iPads, your Galaxy tablets, and all that sort of thing. How about this? And men's fashion, Jerry. You've finally taken the plunge and you've gone outside of the country. I did. Next, we see you in a Caribbean, in a Caribbean island, right? Okay, yeah. And snorkeling or scuba diving. Right. And you go to touchofmodern.com and you get the H2O ninja mask. Oh, I like that. Now, what is that exactly? This is a full-faced snorkeling mask. And let me tell you something. This thing is awesome. And it's less than 100 bucks. Is that right, Jerry? You go to touchofmodern.com and you get the full face snorkel mask. Touchofmodern.com. Hmm. I mean, you got you're talking about everything from great home decor right. to these tech gadgets to a full face snorkel mask. I see. Where else I does need a guy to have get to go? this, Jerry? Hmm, where else? I would say only touchofmodern.com. And the other thing is you they have this uh, mobile app for your phone I know so like you love you, this. I do cuz um I'm not really on the internet, on the computer, right? but I am locked in on my phone. So the touchofmodern.com app is great because you can uh, just scroll through all the latest things. But here's the thing, Jerry. Every day they add new products and take some products away. That's right. So you have to go there every single day. Yep. And right now our listeners can get immediate access to these deals when they sign up at touchofmodern.com. That's touchofmodern.com. Do it today because tomorrow, like Al's telling you, it'll be different. That's how life rolls in the fast lane. I'll give you one other thing to go to touchofmodern.com for as a fitness buff like yourself. Yes, I'm a buff. The Disruptive Strong Bag. Now, what is that? This is a training bag. Mm -hmm. You do all your exercises with it and what you don't do with it are in the bag, if that makes any sense. You take the the weights out of the bag for certain exercises. The weights right. go back in the bag for other exercises. It looks pretty awesome. It's a bag of exercise. It really is. All right, Jerry, are you familiar with this uh, Pokemon thing? I'm not. I'm, I'm really not. And I someone sent a tweet out saying, you know, uh, quoted me this morning, basically where I said, what in the hell are we talking about with this Pokemon thing? I don't get it. I don't understand it. So I was not getting it either. And I did some researching on the Internet. Hmm. Uh, so this Pokemon thing, it's an app for your phone, and it's free, although I guess you can make in-app purchases, one okay. of those gimmicks. But basically what it does is it is sort of like, I think you described it as a, um, uh, what do you call it, thing? like when you go looking for a things. national on, scavenger hunt. Well, it's like a scavenger hunt. So you're using your phone and sort of uh, what looks like the maps on the phone. So you're you're in your area, things you would see on a map in your area, but you're looking for virtual Pokemons around town. And what do you, I don't understand, like, what's the point? I'm not sure what the point is either, but maybe you get points. But how does uh, this take off like I don't know, but it took off huge. How about this? The makers of it is Nintendo. They've also done Super Mario and Zelda. Added more than $7 billion in market value since last week's debut. I don't understand. Of the app. I mean that's great. Good for them. I don't. I don't get it though. Like I don't. Yeah. Like Gunner's all over it apparently. Yes. But like, do people not work? I don't know if people work, or if they do work, what they're doing now is they're looking for Pokemon's at their work. Do you? We have the benefit of working. I think while we may not sleep great, I think a lot of our job and the benefit to the job mm-hmm. are the hours and how early we are done. Yes. The fact that most people, when they want to get a haircut, have to go on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. and wait for three hours. Right. We don't have to deal with that stuff. If we want to go to the supermarket, get in and out in 20 minutes, we can go Tuesday at noon, right? I mean, would you agree that's, that's what one I of the big perks to this job? Yes. We have more time than most. 
Do you ever see yourself doing something like this? I don't think so. But now with mentioning you mentioning all that free time I have, oh, I might get into it. <laughs> see Al at the Basking Ridge Mall today. He's got one around with his phone looking for holograms of Pokemons. But I guess there are there are different hotspots that appear on these maps where these Pokemons, virtual Pokemons, appear on your phone. Right. And there are different businesses around town and all over the country that are realizing that their place of business is like a Pokemon hotspot. I wonder what that... So they'll look out the window of like their their window shop that they have, you know, an auto mechanic, and there's like 40 teenagers right. out there looking for virtual Pokemons on their phone in front of their business. Because I guess the key is to get some hard-to-find Pokemons. There are stories of people driving hours to try to find a... Holograms. And no, it's not even a... Ho- like, you're not going to see... Like, unless you have the app... You see it on the app on your phone screen. You don't see it in real life. I anymore. honestly, I feel like a three-year-old that doesn't understand how to read. I don't know what the hell you're talking I'm about. I'm just curious when your kids are going to get into this by Hopefully the end of the never. week. I think by the end of the week. I hope never because we have a whole schedule of things we're doing this week. That having been said. Let me ask you this. On that list of schedules, does it say look for Pokemon? It does not. It I does can not. tell you that. Okay. No, it does not. <laughs> well. I guess what I'm having trouble comprehending is if they're not holograms, and it's an app on your phone, what exactly are you going to get? Do you just go to a spot, and then all of a sudden you get points for you go reaching to a, that? Yeah, you go to the... It's basically this. You know how you use Google Maps to get all yes, over the place? absolutely. It's like that, but at certain destinations on the maps, only on your phone, there's a Pokemon so on the screen. So you're collecting it online. Virtually. It's all virtual. Got it. You won't see... If you don't have this app, Jerry, you're not going to go to your local Wawa and see a Pokemon. That's what I was wondering. No, no. It would have to be on the phone. So it's not a hologram that's going to be no. pouring a cup of coffee. No. That would be awesome. That would be cool. It's just that maybe your Wawa becomes a hotspot for virtual Pokemons. It's unbelievable. And there are people driving their cars while trying to look for Pokemons also. what, though? I don't know what you do with it. Like, I'd have what do to you ask win? Gunner. I wonder if you win, like, if you collect the most, do you win a million dollars or something? Well, I guess, listen, people got into that Candy Crush. You didn't win anything for I that either. I don't even either. know what that is. Oh, that was a game also for your phone. I know Fruit Ninja. Yeah, it's like that. You don't get anything for being good at Fruit Ninja. You just like the idea of being better than anyone know, else at Fruit Ninja. so much little effort. You just sit there and play the game. Now you're talking about going from store to store, town to town. But it's getting very competitive. Okay. By the way, you go to Dave and Buster's at all? Uh, I've not in many years, but I have been there. What a racket they got going. How so? It's awesome. And it's a fortune. Is this a commercial? It's not. Oh, I it's went not there the other night, and it was I couldn't get over how much we'd gone before. You buy you put actual quarters, or you get to use tokens? No, you get a card. Oh, a card. Oh, wow. Quarters <laughs> I'm telling you. and tokens? I've not been yeah. to an arcade <laughs> knock, in a knock. long Who's time. Who's there? 1988. <laughs> Here's Al. Wow. You oh, it's like a credit card swipe? Yeah. And it basically, you load the card with the amount of money you put on it, and you get you know credits, and instead of having tickets to go get your prize or whatever the hell you want to buy with the points it's all on your card now so you don't have to walk around with a bucket of tickets and then put them into a feeder or anything like that could i get a pokemon with that you, yes they absolutely had pokemons there little stuffed pokemons that probably cost eight dollars 
that you probably needed a thousand points for that probably cost you fifty dollars to accumulate. I wonder if there are any Pokemon hotspots on the Jersey Shore boardwalk. I'm sure you'll find out this weekend. What uh, video games are you playing at Dave and Buster's? Like, what is a? Uh, I didn't. Uh, you didn't play uh, any. No. So it was so crowded. My wife went with my oldest, and I was with my younger, my youngest kid. Um, and so we walked around. I did play air hockey with him a lot, though you don't get any points for that. Uh, he did the Fruit Ninja. That's why it made me think of it. There's this fishing thing game. It's just a big wheel that you spin and you get points. So I just walked around with him. I didn't really play and much he had anything. a good time. Kids love the oh, Dave and Busters. They do. I did play Galaga. Is that what it's Galaga? called? Galaga. Galaga, whatever the hell it's called. Wow. I did play that, and I impressed him with how good I was. That brought me back to my child. But he had to be looking at that game going, what is this? He had no idea what was going on. I, he did that after I played for the sixth time. At that point, he's like, can I Galaga. try? I'm like, I got this. I also play Miss Pac-Man. Those are the games. I don't like anything else. So they have those old games even Yes. There. Yeah, they do. And you're mocking me for quarters and tokens. I didn't use the quarters and tokens. Oh. I'm at least aware of, you know, the 20, 21st century? 21st century. Now, will you take a look at your kids' phones to see if they download this Pokemon app? I will ask, I will ask him. I yeah. will not look. I don't. I have not had the need to do that yet. So I will ask him about it, and I'm sure he'll tell me that he has. That'd be great if your house becomes a hotspot for Pokemon. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah, it'd be great. Just like all these teenagers. Oh, I wasn't happy lawn. with John and Hazlitt's call today. Yeah, he's a weirdo. He's not though. Oh, he's not. That's weird. the funny My thing. Bad. He's actually a pretty good dude, and his call today sucked. Didn't like it. I was I was expecting more from him, but whatever. This was good. Was he in a bathing suit when you saw him coming up? Ne- yes, but he had a huge shirt on. Oh, smart. Yes. By the way, I wear a shirt in the pool, too. Not really? at night, which is when we were there, so he saw me half Why do you wear a shirt in the pool? I hate getting burnt. At night, I will not, but in this Florida sun, no question about it, I put a shirt on. What about... And I'm the thinnest guy in the pool. You use a t-shirt or one of those, like, no, uh, wetsuit type sweat of... Shirts. Sweat, uh, sweat Swim, swim, swim shirt. shirts. I gotta go. Coming up next, uh, the warm-up show from this morning. Oh, right. Stick around for that. Oh, I wonder where they put that. Crap! See ya. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio, sort of. All right, what's up? We are back. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, Italy. You made it back safely. I did. It took me 19 hours from the moment I left the... the 19 (laughs) hours? Yeah. Yes. It took me a little while. I wasn't near an airport. And then you know how things go uh, when you're flying into Newark, Jerry. Everything's always delayed. No, I was fine, actually, flying into Newark. It didn't take 19 hours. It once took me nine hours to get home from Tampa. Well, that happened. That was weather related, was it not? Well, yeah. Well, what happened was, yeah, after we were flying nine hours and then we were like start to make our descent into Newark, they go, uh, we're going to have to fly around for about a half hour. It's like, come on. Man. You know, it's funny. That happened to us um, two years ago or so, and you're watching on the live map. Yeah. You're flying past Newark. Right. Where are we going? I say, that's a big plane. Just. Give it a shot and land it. <laughs> There's let's a lot put, of concrete yeah, down there. Let's go. Let's just land this thing. Uh, good time, though, or no? Because you are oh, not. Yeah, let's, be, let's be very clear about something. Yes. You do not like to travel. You don't right. like to leave your condo. True. And then the idea that you actually left the country right. is remarkable. Would you do it again? Uh, leave the country? Probably not. 
<laughs> that whole language barrier, Jerry, I, I affect everything. Well, I, you had the Google Translate. You were I ready know. to go. I thought I was ordering scallops and veal came to the table. Because I guess <laughs> scallopini is veal over there <laughs> and not idiot. scallops. So I was I a little confused. Thought... Um, did you keep up on things while you were away? I did keep up on things. And then uh, yesterday, Jerry, I got a, uh, I get a, a Twitter alert when anyone on the show tweets. I like to see what you guys are up to. Right. Like it immediately comes to my phone. I have that set up. So I was in the gym exercising my uh, carbs off from the Italy trip. And uh, I got a tweet that from Craig that said, um, it was a great run. Thank you. Yeah, I thought, I saw that too. And my first thought was, am I working with Joe and Evan tomorrow? Yeah, no, I did see Craig earlier today um, in his office blasting music and eating junk food. So he is here. All right, so Boomer and Carton will be back at 6 o'clock. Yeah, I think he was just trying to stir trouble. Stir up trouble, Jerry. You know how he likes to do yes, that. And then I'm sure you had to stave that off from people. Uh, yeah. I said I hoped he had just went for a jog because he said it was a great run. See what I, I did there, Jerry? Yeah, no, I, oh. I saw it yesterday and wanted to vomit. <laughs> uh, speaking of great runs, Pele had a great run, and he's one of Craig's all-time favorites. Yeah, so I see all this stuff uh, about Derek Jeter getting married, and everyone's excited about that. But Pele also got a bride, Jerry. Now, Pele's... Isn't he 80? He's 75. Now, this is his third marriage, I believe. He married a hot 50-year-old. 25 years well, he's his doing junior, right Jerry. That's pretty good. Yeah. So he's... I'm not sure what's the point of getting married a third time at 75. Well, the woman not over. She must have pressured him into it. He's Pele, and Pele. he probably figures he's got 20 good years left. Do you think he can use his hands on the honeymoon, Jerry? <laughs> Speaking of that... Yes. You know what I noticed while I was away? Non-American women love showing their butt. What do you mean? Not by the pool. Oh, by the pool. Whether I noticed Thongs the like? thong bathing suit is really in mm -hmm. as long as the women were not speaking English or had an Australian accent. Right. Or even the British accent, I would say. I never realized that was a thing. Thongs for women? By in a bathing suit. Oh, in a bathing suit, yes. right. Oh, yeah, they, do, they, sh they show uh, that stuff now. And, and uh, when I was in Italy, Jerry, guys wear those Speedos. And in America. In um they wear them in America yes, also. They do. Men in speedos. Yes, I have seen in Asbury Park. There do are you men, ever leave here? There are men in speedos. Yes, and Asbury Park is actually America. If yes. you didn't realize. Uh, I want to play this for you. We'll play this throughout the morning. I'm sure. All right. Now, if you won a U.S. Open, right? Wouldn't you what expect is that, tennis or golf? Uh, this would be golf, and this would be women's U.S. Open, which was yesterday. Uh, women's golf. Yes, there was a playoff. It was actually kind of good if you had any interest in it whatsoever. But I know we won't. But will with this. So the USGA president Diana Murphy has to congratulate Brittany Lang. She won. She won a playoff and a Nordquist, right? And then it's amazing that this happens, but it does. Her name is Brittany Lang, and this is what she says. U.S. Women's Champion, Bethany Lang. Now, Bethany was... Um, Kind of uh, taking her time to go up uh, to the podium because her name is Brittany. And at the, we don't have it, but at the end, someone from the crowd yells out, It's Brittany. And the woman looks mortified. How does that possibly happen? And that's not even a common name, Bethany. I know one Bethany, and she went by Buffy in college. But uh, now, would you be able to um, correct that woman, Jerry, if she said Jerry Rollo? <laughs> 
I, I, it's I, awkward. It is awkward. You probably would correct them after the fact. Right. But if you watch the video of it, Brittany Lang looks, she's like, I just won the U.S. Open. Can you get my name right? And it is the president, is it not? Yes. Just awful. I thought that was kind of funny and yet um, stomach turning at the same time. Now that audio, did you pull that right off your television set? Uh, well, that's it's viral, as you call viral, it. Viral, Jerry. That means when people are on the yeah. Internet, spread it around. On the Internet. That is absolutely everywhere. And then one other thing before we take a quick break. Did you see this poor guy that got gored by the bull and 29 years old? Why do we still do that? Well, I was reading, Jerry, that he's the first uh, bull matador to be gored to death in 30 years. Okay. No, but I'm saying you would think that would happen more often. I would have thought it happened more often. Guys getting hit by bulls. But it's also the running with the bulls. Why do we do that still? Well, they did just do that, and they wore an armband for this uh, this matador who had, uh, you know, met his untimely death being gored. 29 years old, really 29, yeah. Well, that's a bad uh, job to decide to do for a living. Matador, Jerry? (laughs) Is that where you do the red thing where you try to get the bull to... Chase yes, you? Yes, that, that is And then that you is. get out of the way. Yeah. And that's the sport. All right, Boomer and Carton coming up in about five minutes or so. Alan Jerry with you. Just a quick reset. Uh, the Mets did lose to the Nationals on Sunday 3-2 as um, Daniel Murphy had a two-run homer in the first inning. Daniel Murphy is no net negative at all. He's a net negative to the Mets right now. Uh, is he? I mean, he's just killing them. It really is unbelievable. Every time he comes up, you see the other night, Al, was it Saturday, I think? He had the single, the double, the home run. I mean, the whole thing is just unbelievable. Yeah, did you see that the other night, Al? I, uh, I did. In Italy, I had it on with the Italian By the way, that's a great question. How were you able or could you keep up with anything? I guess Twitter. Yeah, I was all on Twitter, keep Jerry. Up with stuff. Yeah, I was keeping up with your trip to uh, Tropicana Field. Oh my God, what Jerry vacation to Tropicana I didn't Field. Vac- in Tampa. By the way, first of all, nice. first of all, old report. That's brand new. Okay, brand new. Report. First of all, I did not vacation to Tropicana Field. Went to Tampa and we went to see the Angels play the Rays because my son likes Mike Trout. It was kind of cool. Are you Evan Roberts now? No, I have an 11 year old who likes baseball. Why wouldn't I go? But. You said you vacationed here. At, at, at I did not. Like Evan? Yeah, we went to. We, my son wanted to see the Angels. Why not? No, I don't think it's great. So if Lucky or Sonny wanted to go see. The let's Brewers. see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sometimes kids' lives filled with disappointments. Not, not your kids' lives. What yeah, disappointment if your kids. Oh, yeah, trust <laughs> no, me. no, they I'm haven't. Their <laughs> now, when that time out a second. Your kids have a blast, do they not? My kids have fun because well, they, right. they have a it's child a as a father. Jerry show? I thought it was the Alan Jerry show. Watch you zip your lip. <laughs> By the way, how about this, though? <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do this anyway, just because these two are here. So we are away. <laughs> we go to a resort for a couple of nights. Who do I find in the pool at the resort? You say you found someone there. <laughs> well, they found me, actually. Oh, who? John and Ashley. <laughs> he followed you to Disney. He didn't follow me to Disney, but it turned out we were at the same resort for a couple of days, which I found fascinating. It's kind of funny, isn't I, it? I didn't have one person in Italy recognize now, me. How, you must have, that must have killed you. Really bothered me. <laughs> Not a single person. Not one person. I thought hey, I heard, it's Al Hughes. I heard, thought I heard someone say Al, and I looked, but it was not. They were saying ciao. Yeah. <laughs> Did you go to Italy at Epcot, Epcot Center? No, no, I went to the actual, Italy? actual oh, real Italy. He left the country. I left the country, oh, that's yeah. That's unbelievable. That's not happening. How they had, had customs go? Uh, that went smooth. Everything was good? Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that part. I wish we were more involved, actually. 
Like, they really should be checking everything. Yeah. I want everything hey. checked. The Yankees beat the Indians 11-7. <laughs> Jacoby Ellsbury at a home run, and the Indians made a bunch of errors. Home run derby tonight from San Diego. Tomorrow night is the uh, All-Star game. Andy Murray did win his second Wimbledon championship. Me and Al were talking about his trip to Italy, which we did not get into enough. But uh, you said you would never do it again. Now, Greg, you've gone a couple of times, right? Where to Italy? Have yes. you not? Yes. Craig Twice. and I both uh, both at the same time. That's where I want. I wanted to ask. Did you see each other when no, you were there? No, it's actually a pretty big country, Jerry. I know it's a big. Country. But here's the thing, Craig and I both. Several million people live there. Craig and I both agree on this. The food in Italy is no different than the food here. That is true. That is true. You blind taste test people. See, that's disappointing. Yeah, people are like, oh, isn't the food incredible? Well, no, no it's the same. Fantastic. Right, it's the same. Well, is it, but is the pizza different though? No. No. Pizza. I'm out of exactly. If pizza. I go to Italy, I'm getting the same pizza that I get in New York well, City. There's, obviously, there's places that give you crap pizza, but if you yes, if you, you go get, to like one you of your Domino's, no Domino's, no, but, like no, but your... John's Pizza or something like that. You're yeah. telling me that's as good as if I go to Italy? Yes, 100. percent And the real and the main dishes in Italy are no different than here. No different. I had like maybe two things that stood out. Like, wow, I've never had that before. That was it. Are you getting chicken parm in Italy? No, they don't serve it. They won't serve that. No. So that's a little different. Pollo Cardelletto is what we call it in Italy, us Italians. Um, <laughs> but they don't want to make they don't want to make it. It's also called chicken fingers there. Come on. For real, they do not make chicken parm. It's an American So what dish. is the most impressive thing about the other than I saw the history? I get the, that. The history, the uh, the age of it, the water, all that stuff, the beautiful farms and vegetables and crap. I but saw it, nothing named parm on any menu. No, they don't do it. They didn't parm anything, Jerry. Nothing's parmed. You should go to Venice. <laughs> go to Venice. They parm stuff Venice? there? No, Venice is a very unique place. Very. Um... Hey, it's a dump. Well, it smells. It smells. It smells. Garbage in the water. They kind of go to Bayonne to get that. It's really amazing to see it and to to, to actually believe that it was built and and how it was built and the fact that you can go there and it's it's just an amazing place. Yep. All right, how's that? A lot of pickpockets there, too. Yes, gypsies. Gypsies. Yeah. Every restaurant I was in, some little kid offered me a rose. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.